0: Aaron Darman is our political reporter out of Parliament. Hi, Aaron. Good afternoon, Heather. Tell me about the telling off we've got from China. Well, there may be some celebrating Jacinda Ardern's meeting with Joe Biden, but that certainly doesn't include China. It's taken a sharp dig in the wake of a joint US-New Zealand statement that we've issued. It raises concerns around China's influence and engagement in the Pacific. And the English translation by Australia's Sky News shows the Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesman hitting back. Here's what he had to say. The US and New Zealand's joint statement hyped up relevant problems with ulterior motives, created false information, and smeared China. So, a rather unhappy Chinese camp, but back here, both the government and opposition, uh, well, barely raising an eyebrow. Now, Foreign Minister Nanaia Mahuta had a meet and greet with the New Zealand head of mission for the Chinese embassy today, indicated that the joint statement was briefly raised, but she's confident of no further diplomatic or trade incident. We uphold our independent foreign policy, our assessment based on our own values and interests. The way in which we uh, have bilateral agreements or arrangements or understandings is very much from that base. National Party counterpart Jerry Brownlee, he says China's response is just grist for the mill and that doesn't stop us from saying what we think as well. But I think New Zealand's statement with the US and this mini fallout, if you will, this telling off may be a bellwether for what's to come if things don't go Beijing's way. What's the latest um, in the TVNZ saga? Well, the Broadcasting Minister's being told about what's going on, but he's keeping very mum on questions. We have had news this afternoon breaking that TVNZ's Head of News, Paul Juricic, is going on an extended period of leave. Just before that news broke, Farfoy told us this. I've had one uh, conversation of a general update nature. I won't be getting into any of uh, the details around that. Um, all I will say is that I reiterated our expectations around uh, processes being in place, uh, them being robust and that they should be followed. We've followed up with Chris Farfoy's office over whether that update included Eurosearch's period of leave, but a spokesperson is refusing to comment. Now, TVNZ, of course, is reviewing its recruitment processes. research not around as that plays out, but he, of course, should be in the spotlight here. He's ex-Al Jazeera. There's every indication he may not have followed the right processes to hire Kamal Santamaria. Indeed, whether or not an actual job interview ever took place, if that's found to be true, and he knew about any of the allegations at all, he'll be on the chopping block for a serious failure in duty of care we've also done some digging heather on the time santa maria did front on breakfast before he quit and this is an interesting one in a twist of irony what i'm about to play to you is his first appearance on the show the talking point was what a job interview you, you can consider this basically to be a job interview type oh, situation. Yes. Oh. I mean, you've got, you've got the job, you've got the job, obviously, but right. just a bit of an interrogation. Obviously, I'm not usually part of the team, so you can consider me as either a support person or the <laughs> external <laughs> <personal> <laughs> HR person. How you say, you HR? An external yeah. HR. How about, how about you Supervisor. two hold hands? Exactly. <laughs> from HR, okay. here, yeah, All a little bit awkward in the light of what's come out. Very messy saga, obviously, playing out within this country's fourth estate. What powers does Chris farfoy have with regards to this particular... I mean, what power and interest does he have with regards to this particular issue? Well, I feel like he'll be keeping as hands-off as possible. He wants to be kept in the loop. But really, I think there's not a whole lot that he will has the power to do, indeed will want to do, uh, because he wants to stay out as operationally as possible. I can see that this is kind of a a way, I know that there was mention on your show a couple of days ago about this buying time, this review buying time uh, for TVNZ to kind of get its act together and figure out what's gone on here and what's gone Mm -hmm. wrong. I think Chris Farfoy will be staying away from that as much as is possible and then only really fronting or, 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 or having an opinion on anything if he was really forced to. Hey, has Corrections Minister Calvin Davis stepped in on the issue of the prison riot squads? Geez, this is a story. The more I've dug into it, the more it became apparent that it's a major failure in data collection. The short answer is yes. I began investigating this issue earlier this year and found corrections were writing prison riot squad deployments into individual incident reports. That means they had no idea how many times these teams have been called out in, say, the last five years. Now, at the time, a corrections spokesperson maintained the department does keep track and, given long enough, would be able to gather the numbers. But when I asked for the same details under the official information Act, the request was partially refused this week, and that's because it simply didn't exist. Now, it's since emerged that following ZB's inquiries, Calvin Davis did step in, and here's what he told me. Yeah, I've had a conversation, um, you know, and they explained to me that it uh, it wasn't centrally done, it was done um, in individual sites, but they're looking to sort that out. Funny that, though, he basically shrugged off the issue when I asked about it in March. He told me this. They felt that I needed to uh, know information about when uh, they're deployed. They would tell me as it occurs. But, look, I'm not terribly concerned by it. Not terribly concerned Mm. about these squads and the recording of these squads that are only called in at the sharp end of the stick. They're only called in to control and restrain. They use force, and by virtue of accountability, the department in charge should know how many times they're being sent out. Mm, Interesting stuff, Aaron. Thank you so much. Aaron Darman, political reporter out of Parliament,